meeting today's challenges with yesterday's experiences. Senior wisdom is your opportunity to take in wisdom gained by our elderly population and apply this insight to your own life. It's a time machine of sorts, sending you back to challenges of premillennia days and places that stretch across the globe. Getting married wasn't on the mind of Lou Sitzer until after returning from his civil rights project in Mississippi and civilian tour in war-torn Vietnam. Those experiences left Lou pretty bruised by the harshness that he observed. Returning to America, he met his wife and was married in 1969. Life as a couple had many plateaus. Lou and Eddie kidded that they had gone through two to four divorces and two to four marriages in working through their shared circumstances. Lou rededicated himself to his marriage on their 20th anniversary. He told me that he learned what love really is from his wife. Marriage is where he experienced a lasting persistence, a trust, intimacy that only comes from closeness between two people. Struggles associated with bringing up children and building a home with limited finances presented opportunity that ultimately strengthened his relationship with Eddie. Today, Lou misses his wife for 44 years. He recognizes that love really has provided a purpose, a direction, and meaning to his life. This love lives forever. Senior Wisdom is ready to share another golden nugget. So adjust the volume on your laptop or handheld device and soak into a conversation with Lou Sitzer. Well, Lou, we're going to talk about love in a very interesting way, I think, because, and this, this is really good for those adults we have in our country and, and in other countries that aren't, haven't married yet, haven't gotten married. And they're, they're living the, the bachelor or bachelorette life and maybe finding that there's something greater that they want. And, and what that is, is, is the element of love in their, in their life, which can be done in so many different ways. The experience of bringing up kids and relating to a wife on a daily basis can be a challenging one, but also it has, uh, oh, a tremendous uh, uh, value to it. So, Lou, you have 70 years of, of experiences here, and I think we probably have at least 50 years of, of experiences within uh, you know, developing a family. So maybe you could share, share with us today, well, what was it that went through your mind in deciding, you know what, I want to get married? <laughs> well, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't very uh, enthused about getting married. Let me refer back to a few things I had been in Mississippi and was a casualty of the civil rights movement in, in the sense that I, I learned some harsh realities about human treatment of um, one another. Then I went to uh, Laos and the Vietnam War and, and, and witnessed tragedy there. So I came back to the U.S. feeling pretty bruised, feeling pretty upset and, and wanting to um, and needing, needing some companionship. I met my wife, my wife-to-be, um, Eddie, and she had just returned from her junior year abroad in Spain under the Franco regime, which wasn't a very uh, kind, it was a very repressive regime in Spain. And so um, we had both come back after being abroad, and we found each other. We found that, that we were both sort of lost lost uh we returned to an america that was uh sort of sex uh 
um, drugs and rock and roll, and uh, we had uh, we had missed a, a lot of that, and we had also seen enough of the world to to um, find a great comfort in one another, and so we became partners, and then after uh, uh, living together for a year, we got married with some trepidation because. Uh, um, you know, it was hard to find anything to believe in. Uh, our country had, uh, you know, what, what we had seen of our country's actions in war and the governments of other countries. And, and what could you hold on to? What was really of value? What could be believed in? Did you see a difference, though, back then? Uh, maybe, a, maybe countries do fight one another, but as individuals, we do have relationships. And they can be very, very good. They can, but my my experience, and this this was not, and I think this is probably typical of many. We, um, it was a it was a time of great instability. Uh, we were married in 1969. Uh, there was the uh, anti-war uh, um, protest. Uh, there were. Um, Many um, demonstrations going on, um, you know, um, the city of Watts or the community of Watts was burnt down in a riot. There were, uh, you have to keep in mind that uh, the war on poverty was, by Johnson, raised expectations but didn't raise uh, standard of living. So uh, there's a, what was a disparity then has even increased more so now between the, the poor and the rich. Is that because it became more visible? Well, you know, communication has really has really um, helped to accelerate the awareness that people have, and that is my hope that communication will continue to to bridge the distance between people. But getting back to your point about marriage, um, we were married um, forty two years. We were together forty four years, uh, and um, during that time, we joked that we had been through two or three, four maybe divorces, two or three or four marriages, uh, in the sense that um, <clears throat> we were not willing to give up. And this is one of the things that I think people may be more inclined to do. Maybe we're coming back into an era where people are more willing to work it through. So we had various plateaus in our marriage, each one improving the value of our uh, love and uh, for one another, appreciation for one another. So are you saying you had some moments, some segments or time periods within your marriage where oh, I got a little rocky, but you worked it out. Right. And then it happened a second time and yeah. then a third and the fourth time. Exactly. And um, by the time I think we were together 20 years, uh, <laughs> Um, I, I did a uh, rededication. I, you know, sort of uh, stating uh, my love and appreciation uh, because in the beginning, you know, particularly men, but me certainly, and specifically, had reservations uh, about what is this? You know, is 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 marriage viable? Is it real? I mean, is it lasting? And um, I found that that um, not only was it lasting, but it was, it improved the quality uh, that, th the quality of um, intimacy, the quality of trust, and the struggle of raising children uh, 
when uh, you know we weren't making very much money, the struggle of building a home and and uh, providing education for the kids and um, uh, a an environment that encouraged their best instincts, you know, that supported their, you know, I'm very proud of my children now and who they are as human beings. And, uh, and I attribute most of that to my wife because she was uh, a very loving individual. And during that time, you know, we live by example. And I lived, I learned from her and from the experience of sharing our life together how to love. And I don't think that it's something that we're born with. I think it's something that we learn. And if we don't have that experience in our lives, we don't learn it. Did your your mutual choice on having children uh, sort of perpetuate that, uh, not only search, but that experience of love in your family? Well, the certainly having a child is an affirmation in the future. I mean, why else would you have a child? I mean, if you, assuming that it's planned and both of our children were planned and that it's an affirmation that yes, you believe that there can be a future for our children that can be worth bringing them into the world. Because for many years I questioned and still, I mean, my son is going to be married and, and I know he wants to have a family and yet we know the state of the world. We know that the world is um, going to be facing some huge catastrophic problems and to bring a child into the world is really a, a, uh, an act of faith. And, um, and I think that what supports that act of faith is a belief that love exists and love actually can, and we're talking about it in the abstract now, but actually love can transcend the issues if we acknowledge what is valuable in the world and not just valuable to me but valuable to everyone what we share of value in the world the development of trust and love is what is going to save the planet it's what is going to save our country uh, and you know it's a struggle there is no easy way marriage is a struggle every day are issues that can divide people, uh, divide a couple, divide a family. So there are no easy answers to marriage or life except to try your best and to have the best of intentions uh, and to consider what the other person has to say and to respect what the other person has to say and to feel compassion for others. So, I mean, I'm talking here after you know 70 years of um, working it and it isn't as if I have all the answers I'm still struggling myself well you mentioned that love maybe is something that you have to learn about more it's not you're not it's not inherent in our behaviors when you were bringing up your kids your children how did you transfer that your your understanding of love at that time and pass it on to them, and then how did that grow through the process of having children grow up in the family? Well, um, both my wife and I were the youngest of our original families, and so um, we, you know, we had, we didn't have much experience in raising children. We didn't see how it was done, so for us it was, it was a real um, 
experiment to say. And of course, we, you know, you 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 have the, there's the expression of lis listening to the better angels, uh, and um, uh, because there are always uh, ways in which we can be negative and nasty to one another, but we do know instinctively, I think, what our um, what is the right thing to do instinctively and it isn't always a matter of self-preservation it's a matter of sometimes giving more instead of taking it's a matter of you know of of being and so that's in the raising of children of course it was it was um always supporting our children in what we thought was the right thing to do whether it was um digging down a little deeper so that they could go to schools, uh, uh, whether it is helping them along in their life, um, you know, financially or emotionally, is taking the time to be with them. Um, and um, So really it was in your, your behavior. You, yeah. you, were, you set the example, and on top of that, you, from your experiences, knew where the, the, uh, the barriers and the, um, the awkward moments might be, and you smoothed those out yeah. a bit. I think that without even without even being conscious of it, my wife and I set the example of what a marriage is and needs to be, and how love transcends the pettiness that we can get involved in as to who's right and who's wrong, you know, and who's going to win the argument and who's you know who gets their way, you know. I think that that uh, it's it's really um, small potatoes in the picture about it, it it's it's the love that is often unexpressed or one of the things that we actually did we were are still a very physical family in the sense that it would be common for the four of us as adults to walk down the street holding each other's hands you know as adults we would go to san francisco or wherever we were and we would um we would embrace each other. Uh, we were physically very demonstrative and um, believe, and our kids are the same way. Of course, they're no longer kids. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you have a son and a daughter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I can picture that, <laughs> walking down the <laughs> downtown like that. Four of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. So, I mean... Life of a family, it, it begins when at, at, at marriage or where two, when people, two people get together. It grows through life with uh, sometimes having children. And then it also, there comes a, a time of separation later at, uh, at the right. end of life where either one or both uh, people right. pass on. Um, yeah. I know that you've already, you've gone through that. Your wife has passed on. And, right. and this has been a tremendous loss, especially f learning today how... Uh, you know what she was like yeah yeah uh i think that our society you know I, I i think that we're all in for the lessons the baby boomers are all aging i mean i'm i'm seeing my friends die as well as my wife and uh, uh we're beginning to experience illnesses that are life-altering i don't think the society is ready for the amount of um, care that's going to be needed for uh, the aging population. That's another issue, but uh, I, I do want to say that the partner, the what my friend said, well, Lou, just expect a year of insanity and um, uh, in my life, and it's been a year and a half, and I can't go into 
how deeply uh, uh, the loss of a partner has been, the loss of my partner has been, has essentially uh, turned me upside down, changed my equilibrium. Finding balance in the world is very difficult. And, um, you know, it, it, there's an old expression, you don't miss your water till your wells, wells run dry. <laughs> right. Well, right. My, my well has run dry. And, um, and uh, fortunately, I had three and a half years to spend with her during her bout with cancer, which brought me closer to her than ever. And uh, even though can, I wouldn't wish illness on anyone, it's one of those trials of marriage that can bring people together, it can also bring, you know, separate them. But we were fortunate uh, in that, you know, I think that that is one of the things that will, will happen as our population ages is we will begin to acknowledge either the love that we need to have for one, to care for one another, or, you know, we can, we can go um, the stingy way and pull apart. And, uh, you know, of course, to me, there's, there's no greater um, influence in the world, whether it be marriage or, or love for the planet. Uh, we need uh, love of partner, love of children. Uh, we need that in life to have, uh, have purpose, direction, meaning. And if we don't have that, uh, life is pretty bleak. The, the love, however, whether or not the person is sitting right here with us, seems to be into perpetuity. That love continues. Yeah. And it can, continues to multiple generations uh, way ahead of us here. And it will be, I'm sure, very effective in, in dealing with the many uh, circumstances that life will bring in future generations. Yeah. I, I thank you for bringing out today the, the importance of, of love, of recognizing it in a, in a marriage, even though things can go up and down and around. And I mean, I, I know that too. <laughs> so, <laughs> and yeah, thanks, Lou, for... A great uh, sharing of, of your life today. Thank you, Steve, for doing what you're doing.